I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. Hold on one second. And I'm JT Timmons. Oh, God. Why'd you say to, it like that? Because I'm trying to figure Something this out. Something is happening. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, still JT has more the... buttons to press. <laughs> okay. More buttons to press. <laughs> Lots of buttons. So many buttons. Yes. Uh, okay. Lots of buttons. But it was the fact that you said it, and I'm JT Timmons. And it's like, JT Timmons. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> What secrets does JT have? Lots, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Many secrets. Many O secret. So... Today's episode is a bonus episode, is what we're going to call it, um, because we are in between seasons, but uh, we couldn't disappear for our break without letting y'all know. Um, <laughs> that there's going to be a break. There is a break <laughs> that is happening. And you're in the middle of it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, one of the scariest moments in... Um, you know, recent horror film, horror film history. history. Yeah. Super creepy. But anyways, the point is, is that one, today we are doing ghost mail. Two, yes, we are indeed going to be taking a two-week break. We'll be returning back on August 12th, I believe. Is uh, the yes, date, Saturday, the August 12th. That's, yep. that's it. So just literally, you guys are listening to this now. The next uh, Tuesday, Saturday, you won't get one. The, the then uh, then the Tuesday after, and then boom goes dynamite. We'll be up and running on uh, for season five, episode one, and we are going to be uh, live streaming publicly. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be very fun. So join us for live streams, and we'll have uh, we'll have para junkie live streams also. So don't worry, para junkies, we're still going to be doing that. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be super fun. Season five, we have a lot planned. And Madison, do you want to go into what we have planned um, for at, like what we're doing during our break? Yes. So the thing that we are doing that will be preoccupying our time a bit is we are making a short film. And that short film actually was inspired by a story sent in from Ghost Mail. Yes. Everybody's favorite. Um, and that was the story of the woman with the mismatched fingers. fingers. Oh, yeah. It was such a creepy story that we were like, I bet we could turn this into something horrific. And um, that is what we're doing. Yes. So. Yes, it's true. Uh, We are going to be making short films out of ghost mail stories. And this is our kind of like our trial uh, short. So it's going to be like super fun and um the woman with mismatched fingers is so unbelievably scary and honestly it needs to be a a, you know um a film it needs to be shown and so the claws are actually getting made as you listen to this episode so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be really really great so we will be doing a live stream uh on four page uh for pair junkies on august 6th of the film set august 6th of the uh film set and you know they're gonna kind of see how we're how we're doing it and it's going to be super fun. And uh, yeah, 
it's going to be it's going to be a good time and then if everything works out with this one which i believe it will and people love it then we are going to be making ghost males into short films yeah and it's going to be awesome it's exciting to do a new uh, another short film we haven't done a short film in a long time we've yeah. done the feature but the which by the way if you haven't watched it you need to watch that it's on tubi mm-hmm. um and, uh, and some other things it's called the um final hours of a suffering artist so if you've ever wanted to watch our filmmaking work that is where you can find that but mm-hmm. um yeah we haven't done a short film since like before 2020 yeah so. I know, so I'm excited to get into short films because you know we have the we have we have listeners now. We have people that will actually you know consume the, the content we make. Watch so. the, watch the <laughs> yeah. short films. It's true. Um, but so, yeah. yeah. So before we get into the ghost mail, though, I do want to thank some new para junkies. Uh, so we want to thank Trisha Cullen, Amanda French, Ashley Myerskaw, uh, Kalana Crab, Lexi. Alexis Heiss, Stephanie Lynn, Alyssa Hill, Naomi Beckerink, uh, and Jamie Campbell. So thank you guys so much for becoming para junkies. Um, as always, if you want to become a para junkie, it's definitely a fun place to be because they get all this exclusive content. They get lovely live streams. Yes, they get- we post multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, really, it's really a good time. Yes, and a very nice group of people, too, if you want to get to know some other para junkies. So hop on over to Patreon while you're here on the break. Um, And you can support us. Yes, and you can support us. Because the the para junkie money is actually uh, funding, you know, crafty for the movie. Uh, The claws are being made, or the hands, the mismatched finger hands are being made (laughs) in Atlanta. And so, yeah, it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it helps us out big time, you know, to reinvest and keep creating but anyway let's go ahead and jump into some ghost mail go ahead chris you've got ghost mail there we go (laughs) (laughs) i felt in my head just like this reverberating what what was i supposed to pull up the ghost mail (laughs) it was a moment of that (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's start out with this one i like because i like the um the subject Coincidence? I think not. Whoa. Is that the is that the title? <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh boy. And at the bottom, um, it doesn't uh it doesn't reveal anything, but they included this meme of Oh <laughs> For those of you who have seen the Incredibles, um you know what it, what it is. Our listeners no are tech. so funny. Tech. No tech. But it, <laughs> It, uh, it it tickled me when I saw that, so I had to start funny. with it. Anyway, so this is from Laramie Dobbins. Hopefully I pronounced your name correctly. Um, L-A-R-A-M-I-E, Laramie is mm-hmm. what I would assume. Um, anyways, hello all, my name is Laramie. Growing up, I thought all ghost stories had to be scary, but since listening to this podcast, I've come to realize that normally ghost experiences come off as weird coincidences. JT, oh. JT, you will most uh, likely find these boring, but I had oh, to share with no. you all. JT, you're so mean. You're bully- honestly, honestly, that like I, I respect that big time. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that big time. He's saying no demons. Yeah, I know. No, no, no demons. demons. No demons. No demons. No old person standing in the corner smiling. Nothing peeking at you through a window. Maybe this is why people are scared to send us ghost mails. It's you. No, no. It's being mocked. Don't. 
<laughs> Don't. Send us your ghost mails. We appreciate them. Anyway, sorry, this is kind of long. I have to give a bit of a tragic backstory. About two years ago, my family went through a rough patch. My cousin committed suicide in November. Sorry to hear that. That's always a, I can understand why you would say that's a rough patch. That's some of the roughest of patches. So, and a month later, our uncle did the same thing. Goodness gracious. Um, to follow a trend on this podcast, it was hashtag depressing. Um, but we are all okay now. It's just something that will always haunt me in its own way. I also want to add that I think I am sensitive to spirits. I've never actually seen anything, but ever since I was a small child, I knew when I was alone and when I wasn't. Even so far as to I would um, only play in a room if I was in a spot where I could see the entire room and my back had to be to a wall. Maybe that was just a really early case of paranoia, LOL. To begin with the actual stories, I went to my mom one day and I told her that I didn't I don't think my cousin is here anymore, but I still feel like my uncle, her brother, is still there. To my surprise, she agreed. She said that when they were going through his house, she was supposed to look for his passport and a drawer opened up right in front of her. Here uh, from here I'll list the small stories in bullet points because yes, I am laying it all out for you. <laughs> so, first bullet point Mom was in his truck, um, which she inherited after he passed, listening to music. She was thinking about how she needed to call his wife. He was going through a divorce, but she really didn't want to. The song she was listening to stopped and suddenly changed to one that always makes her think of her brother. Hmm. Next bullet point. My mom's sister went to his house just to check and make sure everything was fine and the back porch light was on. She turned it off. She went to make a U-turn to leave, and when she came back by his front porch, the light was on. The next one is the same sister found a stack of change by his back door. When she went to his front door, there was more change, and it was from 2022, made after he had passed. Whoa. Now, I don't think this is paranormal, but Madison or Chris, I would love to hear your opinion on what you think that is. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Next is my mom got some of his shirts and brought them home. Well, let's discuss that one real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just so because there's multiple coins are in many, many instances around the world. Coins are, are usually um, linked in lots of different supernatural customs, um, beliefs, uh, yeah. ways of, of communication. Uh, you'll see coins oftentimes used uh, even at, uh, at gravesides to show respect. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, it's intriguing. Uh-huh. Um, it could be living people coming and paying some kind of personal homage uh, to to place the coins uh, at the house. But um, but yeah, uh, coins are uh, when they show up. It's oftentimes because coins are usually associated with fortune, with luck, and things of that nature. Um, good passage. So. Hopefully, that's the the connotation of yeah. finding stacks of coins or, and, or finding coins and remembrance 
slash memory. Oh yeah, you know, Absolutely. like because if you think about from a metal detecting standpoint. Uh, the coins are like the ultimate finds. One of the ultimate finds. Oh, absolutely! Like just old coins, and sure, a lot of that could be for fortune. But I think a lot of it is like you know these coins are super cool. Oh, and fortune just by to luck, hold not something. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Not, not, oh, not yeah. <laughs> not, but also, not wealth, I mean, like, but also you know, wealth. Uh, I mean, uh, to uh, a good, certain degree, good, good luck, good. You yeah. Know. Uh, yes, for sure. Like fortune all around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fortune all around for sure. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like, you know, we, we hold coins to a really, really high regard. And I feel like, well, uh, yeah, that's how they became, yeah. you know, the things that we hold in high regard oftentimes become the things of, mm-hmm. of supernatural density. Yes. You know, that's the, what I was the, getting the more to. that we, yeah. we value something, uh, when it, when it comes back and shows itself. Um, I have a very cool, um, Chinese luck sword that is just basically made of coins. It's coins that Ooh, are whoa. that are that are That's cool. bound together in the shape a photo of that in the shape of a sword. Yeah, That's I'll bring cool. it in because uh, it's only like this big. So yeah. we'll have a show and tell. A show and tell. Yeah. Chris will bring all of his swords, but <laughs> but stop bringing in the swords one at a time. <laughs> but. Um, you know, that's actually my go-to when I go to visit um, someone's grave or things like that. Uh, you guys have seen it whenever we do, you know, graveside. Um, well, the para-junkies have seen it. When we do graveside um, mobile podcasts, I'll leave coins. Also because it's something that people usually have on them. It's an easy way to pay respect um, and something you can carry around with you. So I find that a lot of people tend to lean towards the coin side, but... Interestingly, though, something that traced through my head is that it seems like your uncle, if that is who the spirit is and all that, um, seems to be a very physical spirit. It's true. And, yeah. and opening drawers. Yeah, opening drawers, you know, is able to move things. That seems to be the way that he likes to communicate. Sure. So part of me wonders. Changing radio stations. Right. That is physical. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me wonder if these weren't coins that were left at his grave that are showing up at his oh, door. That would be interesting. That, oh, yeah. That, that, that is possible. And that's why they are. He's um, collecting the respect. He, exactly. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and yeah. um, wow. And that's why the some of the coins are from 2022 after he had passed because if somebody had come back you know a year after he had passed and left some coins on his grave it would make sense but you know just my theory that's um, a good theory yeah that's a good theory but onwards and upwards it's um uh, so my mom got some of his shirts and brought them home i had a conversation with her about how nothing weird had happened in a while and we felt like he was gone that afternoon, we found a ring in the middle of the floor, hmm. and all we can figure is that it was his wedding ring, and it was in the shirts. Just to clarify, we never have people over, so it wasn't like it could have been from a guest. That's an interesting one, too, Yeah, because I wonder if somebody left his wedding ring at the graveside as well, almost like he's yeah, leaving these little tokens. <laughs> these tokens, or at the very least, he's, he's um, signifying that he's still there. Exactly. Um, just because you were doubting, maybe. They're yeah, like, right. oh, like, nope, still here. There's my ring to prove it. But anyways. Um, so mom picked up a Walmart order for us. And when she came home, I was taking in the orders um, and was just going to leave the kitty litter in the truck and get it later. I tried uh, three times and couldn't get the door closed. So I joked that he didn't want me to leave it there. Then I noticed one item was missing from the order. Mom gave me the number for Walmart and it was his old cell phone number. What are the odds? 
Very, very, very weird. Coincidence? I think yeah. not. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I was about to say that. That does not seem like a coincidence. That's no, insane. That's really weird. That's very weird. Um, I can't tell you how weird it felt to type in that number and his name popped up like I was calling him. Mm. Bizarre. That is super bizarre. For the last uh, short story, mom told me to go get a bag of kindling out of the bed of her slash his truck, and I went and got it. Uh, Not long after, I took out our dogs, and they shot around the house. The headlights, taillights, and lights for the radio and meters were all on in his truck. The next day, the battery was completely dead, and this is the second time this happened. Hmm. Again, sounds like he's a very physically active spirit spirit not like working out physically active but like i said you know like he likes to use objects to convey communication which every spirit has their own way of doing it that just sounds like it is um now none of these come off as outright spooky i disagree um (laughs) personally i think it's creepy when you're placing all of them in bullet point form but (laughs) anyways I will say, though, when I turned that corner and the headlights were staring me down, I was a tad shaken. Sure. But it comes to a point where you have to be like, that's just too many coincidences. They all surround his siblings, his truck, and his home. I'm interested to hear your take on all of this. I'm beginning to feel like the guy from The Incredibles. I'll insert the meme for reference. (laughs) Coincidence? I I think think not. not. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if... Um, it, it has to do with how recent the death occurred. Yeah. Well, and and, and it's a, there's an interesting through line too of maybe opening conversation with him, mm-hmm. speak to him, because it sounds like, and especially with like turning all the lights on in the truck, you know, the the places that he'll have the ability to communicate the attachment to the truck is stronger than anyone anywhere else so the the idea of being if you acknowledge him he doesn't have to do those things but he is still it's the fact that he's still doing those things means that and suggests that he still has presence yeah so just throw him some attention every now and then out loud you know um, you know uh, direct attention and that can that can stave off some of these occurrences but it also conserves his energy so that he's not expending it all in trying to get attention right you know um and and allowing for a a a peaceful transition but also uh if somewhere down the road more important messages have to come through um they can so that's kind of my my take on it is he might be dwindling because uh you know when you're very fresh moving things doing things uh being very present in people's minds and, and, and in, in all of that. But as time passes, those spirits oftentimes find themselves feeling relinquished and maybe they're not ready. So you kind of give them yeah. permission to be around right. so that they're not like rattling things or trying to make you notice them. You can say, I know you're here or, you know, if you're here, I, I acknowledge it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So um, call out their name out loud. You know, it, it helps. Uh, and, and, and this is true of anybody who's having like um, more disturbing ghostly encounters. Oftentimes talking out loud to the spirit mm-hmm. is a way to diminish some of the activity or at least focus it mm-hmm. so that you're not constantly being surprised by it or it's not happening because they're like, I'm here, I'm here, pay attention to me. Go ahead and give them the attention right off the bat, and that alleviates the uh, the pressure for them to get your attention. I I turned my whole family on to that concept uh, a long time ago, especially when we stay in places that are said to be haunted because my parents don't want to experience the spirits. I'm like, just just talk to them, mm-hmm. and, and and you could just say what yeah. you're doing. Because a lot of times it's just that curiosity. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, the, the spirit is like, well, well, what you doing? What's going on here? Let me click, 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 click. What are you doing? <laughs> so you say, I'm here for, you know, vacation. I'm just here to do a little work. I'm here for, yeah. we used to do that at Savannah Theater. We'd call out to the ghosts and just be like, we're here for rehearsal. <laughs> you don't want any trouble. <laughs> just here for rehearsal. Like don't mind us. Light. <laughs> don't mind us. Um, but yeah, uh, so my thoughts kind of are, I think when you think about spirits in general, uh, one of the top reasons that spirits hang around is unfinished business. And a part of it makes me feel like because it's so focused around your family um, and like things that were very closely associated to him, it sounds to me almost like he feels this responsibility that he needs to help you through the mourning process um, because it's still- Especially a, given the nature. Exactly. Wow. And maybe one day when the, um, you know, it, it, I mean, obviously that mourning sensation, that feeling of missing someone is never going to fully go away, but it does get easier over time. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, at least what I'm getting from it is that he might be trying to constantly be showing you that he's still around Mm -hmm. that it's almost overkill where he's trying to be like, I didn't leave you. I didn't abandon you, you know, and hopefully, um, that you, you don't take that in a bad way, but you know, it's, uh, it's hard to, express when it comes to situations like this especially but you don't um, want to be presumptuous yeah about the nature of certain spirits and 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 the nature of certain um histories so you know it, it, it it's 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 a tricky thing mm-hmm. but to suggest that it is a question of a family member wanting to engage and and still remain a part of the family dynamic through this type of activity that that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Right. So uh, to finish off this one, 
Uh, thank you, uh, thanks to you all for taking off the scary edge a bit when it comes to the spook, TM. <laughs> I've been scared for so long when it comes to this stuff, but I have been, uh, I've had a better understanding after listening to your podcast. Lots uh-huh. of love, Laramie. Thanks, Laramie. P.S. Chris, I had to share this just so that you don't feel so alone. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, when I was a kid, my dad told my younger brother and I that if we slept too late, the gorillas in the attic would come down oh, and no. get us. Oh, God. If he... <laughs> If him doing the army trumpet sounds at the crack of uh, crack of dawn or singing the theme song of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood didn't wake us up, the thought of a silverback gorilla coming down from the attic <laughs> to drag you out of bed sure did the trick. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds bananas. Oh my God. Oh no. You you can be exiled now. You can leave. You can, there's the door. It's over there. I've been exiled? Yep. Even on the bonus episode? Yes, on the bonus episode. <laughs> Especially the bonus episode. How <laughs> dare you? Oh. Well, thank you, Laramie. I, yeah, I yeah loved, that was great. That was awesome. I like your sense of humor as well. Yes. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> very meme I love a good meme humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, so our next one comes from Ashley. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Ashley Myerska. I have to start by saying that I love the podcast and I am a brand new para-junkie myself. I thought hey, I recognized your yeah. name. Well, welcome to the para-junkie fam, Ashley. Yes, welcome. Um, so, I recently came across your podcast while spontaneously searching for something just like this on Spotify, and I must say that I am hooked. <laughs> In the past few weeks, a I have... para-junkie, ah, if yes. you will. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Now, in the past few weeks, I have started from the beginning and been working my way through the seasons, and I truly have loved all of the amazing content and stories from everyone. I have always had an interest in the paranormal, and out of all the places I have traveled, I have always had a love for Savannah and all of its history. I currently live in Sonoya, California, or not California, my brain is not functioning, Georgia, Sonoya, Georgia. Okay. Excuse my absolute like misreading of things every once in a while, um, a somewhat historic town and have only visited Savannah a handful of times my entire life, but it is absolutely my favorite city of them all. I have always been such a history nerd. I feel you, but there is such a charm to the beautiful squares, historic buildings and Spanish moss covered trees. In October of 2020, I hosted a bachelorette weekend for my best friend in none other than Savannah. During our weekend, we booked a ghost tour with Ghost City Tours after dark, of course. Um, After our tour ended, our group of four was still longing for more, so we made our way back to Colonial Park Cemetery. We walked around for about 20 minutes, all taking photos slash videos, and once we uh, headed back to our hotel, we all sat and evaluated our evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Out of our entire group, I was the only one who had captured anything, so we think, on camera slash video. I've attached photos here. Ooh, I, I love a photo. Ah, uh, yes. I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on these photos. Please note that some of these are screenshots off an iPhone from a video. I did go frame by frame and captured what I believe to be ghost photos. I look forward oh. to hearing your thoughts on these. Many more ghost stories and questions to come now that I have found y'all. All right. All right. So this is like a multitude of things. Yeah. All right. Oh, she circled them. Yes. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so, that's different, Chris. Look at that top one. 
So hold on. You bring your phone over, Jay, because huh? I think you're able to pull it up know, a little bit more. Oh, okay. Here. Um, give me one second. For some, re- for some reason, it's not letting me like pull them up properly. I see what she's talking about, though, where it like, looks like this little figure of sorts. Yeah, it does. Because there's like four of them. Yeah, do you see the, like, it's like a slight body? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most definitely. That's creepy. It is creepy. Every right. time it zooms in, it's creepier. Right. All right. Weird, and though. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what, I yeah. see what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ghostly, ghostly. Maybe I can pull these up on our, um... oh, yeah, look at that. Oh wow! Yeah, that's why I was saying. As you get closer, they yeah they get I, I creepier. Pull this up on um uh, uh, Lightroom and, and do something. Oh yeah yeah oh that, the, the, yeah Hello. this all looks like we see that one. Mu- oh yeah. Everyone on the podcast is like, "What is it? What is well, it?" Okay, let's t- let's talk about what it is. I know. I'm trying to formulate my thoughts so of what it is. So what we're seeing, what we're seeing, are potential figures uh, in a photo in Colonial Park Cemetery. And uh, basically, they are in the shape of a person. Uh, From what I can tell, just looking at the pixelation, um, there is nothing edited uh, in the photo. Um, And uh, they do look like the shape of of human bodies. What do you see, Chris? So this one... This one especially is reminiscent which one um so if you look at it it looks like a person's head that's forward from its shoulders uh-huh so you can see like the shoulder the neck yeah. the head oh yeah you know, yeah, yeah. see that creepy a very lumbering almost kind of like a beard and, too. and then looking yeah yeah almost looking over its shoulder kind of directly at the camera um also when you look at that whole picture um, there's a there's a shadow that's running. Where? So there's this shadow right here, right? Uh-huh. Which I was like, oh well, there's a light behind, and I, I was like, no, there. That's a bar. Is it a bar? It's a bar. Yeah, that's a, that's the gate. Also, where the shadow's they? the gate. I think. Question: How 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 did y'all get that? into Colonial Park Cemetery yeah, that late at gate. night? That's what I think is a gate. Dude, it's a gate bar. Like, yes. Then why do we see to it? Oh well, oh just because <laughs> just because of the focus. It's out of focus, and so it shrinks it, shrinks the object. But yeah, no, those those look those look crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. Definitely, they are. Um, yeah, it's it, people catch apparitions in Colonial Park Cemetery oh, yes. all so the many time. Pictures, so many. Um, and I mean, it makes sense because if you think about the cemetery, it is not only a final resting site, which we've talked about cemeteries being actually some of the least haunted locations sometimes, unpopular opinion, I know, but, um, well, it's big, true. It, uh, the dead know how to behave in a cemetery. Usually they do. <laughs> and the thing is, is our cemetery is a little bit different though. Um, because of the fact that. It's also right next to one of the oldest jails, uh, but it's also bordering a uh, the former dueling grounds where people died. Uh-huh. Uh, there are lots of spirits that might want to be attracted. And the that, 
level of vandalism that it had mm-hmm. endured over the years, the level of reconfiguration that it's gone under, the fact that there are so many unmarked graves, so many bodies with mass no names, a mass grave. It's, uh, it, it's pure calamity. <laughs> That's know, a good word they, for it. They, they, they basically moved other cemeteries to consolidate, but they did a bad job of it. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of reason for the Colonial Park Cemetery to be woefully haunted, and we've seen pictures that have you know of figures and and shapes. We've had, there's a there's a video that was very viral. Oh, the ghost um, boy. The, the yeah, the news made running. that one viral. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was before it was, virality was really a thing. I it think. was um, on YouTube. It was on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It and, still is. And, so, and it has been on on yeah. on on lots of shows. Real fast, the, everyone can see um, what I'm what I'm doing here. I put it in Lightroom, and I want you all to see it real quick. Okie dokie. Um, so. Do you see top right? Uh, yes. Can you face the screen a little bit more towards the light? Yeah, so there perfect. Thank you. So, um, if you could see, we have the we have the head here, yep. and then we have these legs, which are yep. the legs are the defining feature, yep. in my opinion. It it, it almost yep. looks like a person, like standing there. So it's quite creepy. It is. That is very intense. Absolutely. Yeah, that's super intense. I'm gonna pull the others up and do something, but yeah, this um, this is this is uh, wild. Like I can trace the body. Yeah, I see of exactly. It. Yeah, I can trace the body of it, and you know, and this being the head, I'm trying to see anything else that looks like that. It does look like a person. Yeah, that's, it does. That's that's wild. That's super freaky. So, all right. Oh, well, there you go. Super creepy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a very haunted cemetery. And also, how long had they... I know last October they had the cemetery open after hours, um, after normal hours. But did they do that every year before? Because, nope. So how... Okay, Ashley, I'm not trying to incriminate you, but how did you get into the cemetery that late because there were like photos on the walkways and stuff. And I'm very confused, Ashley. Well, I was thinking that that might be just at the end of the rock and okay. your hands might be through the. Sure. I was just like gate. bizarre. Although yeah. I had noticed. And uh, if you follow uh, Eni at all, um, she has gone by the cemetery a, a few times this past month at like 11 at night and the gates are wide open. Ooh. Ooh. Really? Yeah. And does she go in? No. no. Oh, okay. She's, she's like, I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 fascinating to yeah. walk by late at night and see those gates open. They're supposed to be closed from yeah. 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. And so you know, it's it's very weird and and can be very unsettling. Oh, yeah. You know, I used to I, I lived here at a time when the gates weren't locked mm-hmm. at night, um, and that was just a bad choice because it needs to be. It needs to be. People are are callous with with history. <laughs> And um, and and actually, uh, uh, in the '90s, there was a mass animal uh, dump. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In the cemetery. That's a nice way to say it. Chickens, dogs, cats, all kinds of animals were just taken care of uh, in the cemetery. A goat. A goat. A goat. goat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was, yeah, a jogger coming through was just like... Mm -hmm. Squished on some animals and was like, "Oh no, what's I, this?" I <laughs> Always a jogger. She was a historian too. If I want to, if I remember it correctly, she was some type of person that like would genuinely care about yeah. the upkeep well, of mean, the cemetery. It was it was pretty pretty nightmarish uh, to be sure. Nobody wants to step in goat squish, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I'm gonna find the the the. Photo of the like the big man. Um, that's the one I want to. I want to stand where she's standing and just make sure that there's nothing there. The one that you saw, that okay. I showed you up there. It looked like uh, she was on Oglethorpe. I actually have a story about a figure that people used to see right there. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Um, at the fence, and actually, they say that he was holding the fence like Ooh. this. Yeah. Well, so interestingly, if you go to what would be the southwest corner of the cemetery that is a spot that a lot of dogs absolutely lose their minds next to my dogs not in particular i find it's um every person who's ever told me about an experience when it always happens in the same corner too they're always rescue dogs that have trauma so basically um the first time i heard about this i was with a coworker who had this really sweet German shepherd rescue dog. And basically he was telling me about how this dog, you know, she is like the kindest little thing ever. She doesn't ever like bark. She doesn't snarl at anything. Usually pretty tame. They walk past the cemetery every single night on their loop. And so one evening they had just started their walk and they have to pass that southwest corner and the second they hit that corner of the cemetery she stops in her tracks stares directly into the cemetery and starts baring her teeth drooling and he said making sounds that he's never heard a dog make in his life and so and he had to practically drag this giant german shepherd away from it and the second that they got away from the cemetery she stopped went back totally to normal and that is not the first time i've heard that well that was the first time i had heard the story but it's not the last time i've heard that story yeah it's a Um, pretty common story um and that southwest corner i believe there's a story of a police officer being beaten to death mm. right in that corner um but there's also a very long-standing if people walk their dogs around or through people hearing a child ask for permission to pet the dog Mm. Uh, it's usually, they think it's a little girl who says, can I pet your dog? And then they turn around and they look and they can't find anyone. Um, I knew a guy who had a dog on the dueling grounds, walking on the dueling grounds and his dog very abruptly stopped and then sat 
but in that way that when you tell a dog to sit, you know, it's right. a very abrupt kind of motion where the dog is responding definitely to somebody saying sit. And he was like, he had never seen anything like that, but his dog was like transfixed looking straight up at, as if someone were standing right there in front of the dog. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, um, this photo, when I, when I bring the contrast, can y'all see it? Mm -hmm. I bring the contrast down. Watch, watch as I bring it up and down mm -hmm. just slightly. You can really see the figure yeah, right about like there. Like a the opera mask on. Yeah, it's weird, yo. It's, it's really weird. creepy. It's super weird. Well, and those fences are huge. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, it depends on which side they're on. Uh, I should say. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Depending on where 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 that picture is taken. For sure. Um. Uh, anyway. All right. On to the next ghost mail. Yes. So this one comes from... Yeah, thank you, Ashley. Yes, this thank you, really, Ashley. It's super interesting. Yeah, we'll be doing deep dives on those pictures yes. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so this one comes from Fernanda Vasquez. Um, Hi, guys. I love the podcast. Y'all saved me from listening to five hours of kitchen noise at work. So <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. That's not a fun noise. Uh, so uh, I'm glad you fill your ears with us instead. Um, so thank y'all for that. LOL. So I was in high school when this dream happened and it terrified me. I don't remember all of it, but I do remember being in a dim lit room and there was a mirror on the wall. Oh boy. Um, I remember looking at the mirror and there being a humanoid creature that looked like it was wrapped in gauze, had black holes where the eyes should have been and had crazy looking razor sharp teeth. If you've ever seen the picture of the Russian sleep experiment, that's right. kind of what it looked like. That's exactly what I pictured. Oh, boy. Um, and if you haven't seen the Russian sleep experiment person, JT, you can insert a photo here. Or Debria. Um, yeah, I was about to say Debria's cutting this one. Yeah, Debria, insert a photo right here. She'll love that. I don't know if she knows that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we apologize in advance for looking at it. Yes. And so. She's usually editing these all alone, so. That's, yeah, that's going to be In our nice. haunted yeah. bay. Yep, it's yep, coming yep. for you, Debria. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming for you. The creature also had super long fingernails. Debria. Debria. She's, uh, she's so afraid right now, like <laughs> listening to this right here. I just hear She's her. like, no. She's like, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. <laughs> we know, Debria. That's why we're coming. <laughs> So it had super long fingernails, and I remember it screeching and clawing out the other side of the mirror like it was trying to get out and get to me. I was frozen with fear, and I remember it was hard to wake up. I eventually did wake up, and I was sweating and shaking out of fear. This dream scared me so badly that I made my mom sit in the room with me until I could fall asleep then, and that next night. I was probably 16, but I needed my mom there because it scared me so badly. Thank y'all for reading my ghost mail, and I hope y'all enjoyed. Oh boy, that's so, terrifying. Yeah, yeah horrifying. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. What could have? What? What? What could that have been? So, dreams are always hard to interpret. Yeah, because it can be something paranormal, but it also can be. Unfortunately, our brains sometimes work in um, ways that make no sense. Translating things that that do not need translation. Exactly. <laughs> um, and a lot of times bizarre dreams are your brain working through something uh, in your subconscious. Right. So 
a lot of times there's symbolism uh, between different things. I mean, I don't really know the symbolism of mummy, long-fingered razor teeth, but, um, you know. The fact that it was on the other side of a mirror suggests that it has something to do with yourself. Exactly. You know, your inner self or some some aspect of yourself that you don't like or that you're afraid of or that, that, you know, is is destructive or detrimental to you. Mm -hmm. Um, However, it's also worth mentioning that just about every culture developed the construct and idea of dream lands of, mm-hmm. of the idea that there are different realms of the universe and those realms became what we associated with um, supernatural beings where they lived the, the, the other realms and planes of existence of things like that, and that dreams were, in fact, a way to kind of either traverse them or at the very least get a look at them. And it's possible that the very concept, because in a lot of mirror lore, mirrors are barriers between two realms. It's where the realms come closest together. And there may this dream could have been a warning that you are very close to a membrane, to a very close place where, where something is trying to get through. And just giving you that heads up, telling you, you know, oh, by the way, pay attention. There's something close mm-hmm. nearby. Um, and again, you know, dreams, they are. They're, they're bizarre. They're bizarre. And, and they're full of, of bizarre, you know, uh, fragments of our consciousness. And I mean, if we want to look at it in a more supernatural sort of way, it could be your spirit guide team letting you know to beware of something. Um, so like for instance, I, for my entire life, and I don't know why my spirit team has chosen this particular imagery. Um, actually I probably could figure it out, but you know, it's, um, every time a person was going to cause problems in my life or, um, I had too many situations where I'd given these people too many chances. They would appear in my dreams as vampires. Oh, there you go. And I mean, you know, sucking the life out of you practically. Um, and so. And that is, you know, bar none where the vampire myth probably comes from is, you know, they're just people who are exhausting. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's the thing is, um, you know, and every single time, it was, ne- I never understood why they were showing up as vampires until this, uh, the last situation would happen or they would do something that was very brutal or whatever it would be. Um, so it could be that, you know, it, your spirit team is trying to warn you maybe like, hey, um, you know, either one, you need to work on this darker side of yourself, which everybody has their, sh- what is called the shadow side. And that is something, um, when you get into witchcraft practices that you're first supposed to work on is working through your shadow self. So it could have been your spirit team trying to be like, Hey, you know, you've got this, these certain things that you need to deal with. Let us scare the crap out of you and maybe it'll get your attention. Maybe. Or it could have been somebody very close to you trying to cause harm or try to get to you or be a bad influence upon you. You never know. But at the same time, um, I just recently had a a terrible dream, woke me up, shook me out of of sleep. um, And it was uh, my wife wanted to cosplay as Sailor Moon. Oh, no. And I was telling her I could not dress as tuxedo mask because I would look like the penguin and people would think that Sailor Moon was dating the penguin 
because I do not look anything like Tuxedo Max. Now, here's the thing. I've never watched Sailor Moon. I know nothing about Sailor Moon, but I knew who Tuxedo Max, uh, Mask was. I, I, I understood that that was what was going on, was the argument was that I didn't want to dress up like Tuxedo Mask. I don't think that really is delving into anything deeper than, you know. Just weird. Just weird fragments floating through my brain. Did Sushi ever watch Sailor Moon? No. Weird. So bizarre. Um, Meg, maybe this is Megan implanting dreams into you. Maybe Megan has a secret <laughs> well, desire to be. We were we were at uh, we were in New York and uh, Sushi was at a at Broadway con and someone cosplayed as Sushi. Oh, so that's th- that so was cool! Super cool. My kid had a cosplayer, um, so that might have been like the 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 germ of it. But sure. Yeah, it was just odd. Interesting. Sailor Moon's gonna get you. Sailor Moon's gonna get you. <laughs> Tuxedo mask is going to get you. So, well, thank you guys so much for listening to today's ghost mail. If you have a ghost story that you want to send in to us, make sure to send it in. Uh, We love reading them. We love doing this little segment. So you can send it to us at ghostmail at hauntedcitypodcast.com. You have two weeks of free time (laughs) from listening (laughs) to uh, send us your ghost stories. Craft your finest ghost stories and send them in. Yes. So thank you guys again. I hope you have a wonderful two weeks uh, break. Catch up on some episodes. Maybe join us over on patreon but with that my name is madison timmons i'm chris susie and stay spooky y'all